got um true freshman tight end Bennett Christian um on today. It's kind of confusing because I keep wanting to say Christian Bennett or Bennett Christian dude. His name is confusing as hell. Got to get used to it. My mom, man, where you at, man? Ooh. What are you doing, Nick? Are you uh are you free to talk until we get him get him in here? Hit me up with hit one of those emojis. Oh wait. Oh yeah, let's see what you got. Let's hey, what's going on, brother? Not a whole lot. What are you up to? Nothing much, man. I actually just left uh, the beautiful campus of uh, the Ohio State University. Just had class. So we're uh, roundabout. All right. Let me see. I'm, I'm trying to get him in here. He's trying to figure out how to work the app. It's an easy app to use, but it's a little confusing, I guess, if you've never used it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. I always get the alerts uh, when you go live and stuff. So it's pretty uh, – pretty easy i just tap the banner and go right in yeah what's going on what's up what's up bro hey not much bro hey i'm sorry about that man i know the app is uh just a little bit confusing sometimes no 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 man. this is my first time using it. i don't know where to go yeah i try it usually it's pretty simple usually like um i try to make it like a private room so nobody can join in before me and you get in there Right. Um, usually I can send an invite and then you would get like a thing that lets you join before anybody else. So I don't know if anything was popping up on your screen at all or anything. No, yeah, I didn't get anything. I just went to your profile and clicked, um, join the live room. Yeah, I figured, I figured I was like, if man, if we can't get it to work like that, I'm just going to go, go to the, start the thing up and, uh, you would join it. So thanks right. for, thanks, thanks for joining, bro. I know that we've been, we've been chatting up for a minute trying to get, get, get us on the same page right. to do this, but, um, I understand that, like, scheduling, and you guys are, like, super busy and stuff, you know? Yeah, man, yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks for having me on the show, bro. Be good. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I, I've been wanting to have you on here for a while because, like, I, like I did a, a podcast with one of the former Buckeyes uh, that played tight end back in the, like, 90s and stuff. You remember when I asked oh, wow. him, I was like, any words of advice that I would have for you? And I'm like, shit, I kept telling people. I'm like, we're, we're going to get – we're going to have uh, Bennett on here. And then <laughs> it's been, like, what? two months. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I got you. So, so how's so we're good? Yeah, man, thanks. Um, how how's things going? Um, you are you on campus? Yeah, I am now. I'm uh, living at the Griff, so there's a, a lot of other players here. So, um, it's been uh-huh. pretty smooth so far. Just get in the weight room and uh, trying to get bigger, grinding every day. So it's been good. Have you have you seen any um improvements in like your like what like I don't know what are your goals for your like for yourself in the weight room like do you do you want to add some um add some weight or what yeah i definitely wanted to add some weight i've already added uh five pounds so i was 246 this morning um i'm trying to get to like around 250 i could go 250 by fall nice. but um besides that i've been you know i've been uh getting stronger and stuff so already i've seen some really good improvements in there that's no bro let's uh let's take it back a little bit um you uh, committed to Ohio State. When did you commit to Ohio State? I committed August of going into my junior year, so right before my school started. I came up on a little self-guided visit during the COVID year, and um, I told Coach Day, 
this is where I wanted to be. I knew this is where I wanted to be. And I announced that commitment on my birthday, September 1st. Damn, dude. I seen because I looked because I try to look a little bit up before I get on here and I'm like super blind to the fact of what I'm asking. But right. even if I even if I know the answer to some of these questions, some other people might not. So I still might ask the, ask the question anyway so that they can have, get the answer to it or kind of figure out or learn a little bit more about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, for sure. So um, you like on on different like recruiting or like um, two, four, seven and stuff. They they all have you rated differently. So some of them have you as a three star guy. Some of them had you as a four star guy. I'm not really sure like what they base that shit off of. It's kind of confusing. Right. But um, in high school be- before like just say before like growing up, did you know like have you always played football? Like has football always been your sport? Have you always been in other sports and stuff? Yeah, man. I mean, football has really been always been my main sport. My dad played uh, football for Tennessee. Oh, my, my uncle played for uh, Penn State, so that's kind of been like football is my dream to play in college football. But um, you know, I played lacrosse, basketball all throughout my uh, my my growing years. But at the end of the day, I knew football is what I wanted to do. It was my dream, and so when I had that opportunity, I was just so excited. Man. When did your dad play at Tennessee? He played in the late seventies. So oh, shit. yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, well, I mean, that's cool. Was he, um, like, a top, was he one of the guys that, like, were known back in, like, the 70s and stuff? You know, he got, he got, he tore his ACL uh, twice. So, uh, it, was, it was a little rough for him, but, I mean, he he, he, did, he, did, he had a good career. What did, what did he play? He was a defensive end. Oh, shit, man. That's that's crazy. I mean, so, like, when you were getting recruited, did, did Tennessee recruit you at all? Yeah, yeah. So I was actually down to uh, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Penn State. Um, mm-hmm. My dad, my dad was a fall. My uncle was a, a DN at Penn State. So you know, those were really my the three schools. You know, I was really interested in. It was really Tennessee and Penn State. I really wanted to go to either of those two schools. Those were really my favorite schools um, growing up. And then Ohio State came in and really just took everything over. You know, I was just grew such a good relationship with the coaches, and I I really felt myself like fitting in with that tight end room. Um, I look at guys like Luke Farrell getting recruited. And I was, I really thought that, um, and Jeremy as well, that I could, I resemble those guys, you know, and um, the scheme I felt kind of fit me and it was just a really good opportunity. And at the end of the day, I wanted to, I wanted to win and play at a really high level and do what's best for me. And that's when I decided that I needed to come here. When did you, when did you start getting like recruited heavily? Like at what stage in high school were you like, you started receiving your offers and stuff? Probably like the beginning of my sophomore year. What was? Do you remember like what the first like uh like some of the first offers you received were? Yeah, my first my first few offers was like Kansas, Michigan State, and Nebraska. Yeah, I seen Michigan State was on the two four seven profile as one of the schools that I don't know if you may have been, had interest in them at one point or you took a visit there or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was I was, I was interested in them, but you know, I I, I really. Uh, Shut down my my recruitment pretty early, kind of knowing that this is where I wanted to be. So I really, you know, I, I, there wasn't really much further interest when I uh, got those three schools I really wanted. Where are you from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm a, I'm from uh, Kennesaw slash Ackworth, so uh, the same town as Justin Fields. Yeah, it's crazy because Justin Fields was also recruited by Penn State and committed to Penn State. Yep, I remember that. So- and then, like, he ended up going to Georgia. I mean, it's college football is kind of weird, man, because um, 
a lot of the coaches want to play there and it's not even like saying they're playing their best player, you know, they're just playing the guy, you know, like right. Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm, no offense to him, but he wasn't better than Justin Fields. So, I mean, no, who, who knows how things could have been if uh, like in general, like how things could go if coaches played their best players rather than a guy that was with the program longer. Exactly. Right. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. But, um, so you, you committed to Ohio state, did you after you committed? Because I know a lot of guys, man. It's crazy how many people commit super early, and you're one of the people that actually committed pretty early. If you committed as a junior, right? So yeah. a lot of people commit early, and I feel like a lot of these kids. No offense to any of them, but a lot of them commit to like a big name school, to like Ohio State, to get all the clout they can get. You know, right. they'll get, yeah. they'll, they'll commit and be like, "Yo, get me twenty k." Blah blah blah. Then yeah. a couple months later, they're decommitting, saying. Like, bro, like, why did you commit to us in the first place? Like, your heart wasn't there. But you committed as a junior, so you did you ever have any second thoughts after you committed? No, I man, I, I knew I, I never was going to be one of those guys. You know, I knew that this was where I wanted to be, and I stuck with it for the next uh, two years. You know, this, that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be in this program, and I wanted to give my best for it. How How is, uh, like, I know the transition. Like, as, as, like, a high school, like, what was your, like, play type? You know, I mean, I know you were you, – where you were mainly a tight end, I mean, that's your position. Did you play any other positions at all? I played some. I played a little bit defensive end, but mostly just tight end because we, uh, our coaches, really believed in playing one one position. What What would you say? Like, what kind of tight end are you? Like, what is your main attributes as a tight end? Right. I think I always say I think I'm pretty complete. So uh, try, try to become. I try. I try to be more like George Kittle. You know, he's. Okay. And an outstanding receiver and an outstanding blocker. So if you can just uh, – same with Jeremy. I mean, Jeremy came in as a wide receiver and became probably the best blocking tight end in the country. So, uh, you know, I see my attribute. I'm probably going to be in both, but just trying to grow like a good 50-50 range in both areas is what I'm trying to be. That's crazy, man. I mean, it's, it's weird because at Ohio State, did you – when you committed, did you take into consideration how we use our tight ends? Because, you know – I don't know if you've like watched in the past or you like checked out. I don't know even how like the meetings went, like who talked to you, but yeah. Ohio state isn't really known for being like a huge use your tight end type of school. Most of the tight ends that come through Ohio state are mainly your blocking tight end type, you know? Right. For sure. Um, yeah, that's something, that's something I, uh, that I acknowledge, but what I would say when you have guys like uh, Chris Wave, Garrett Wilson and Jack Smith, the it's kind of hard to get, get, get some balls to us, but I know, we're paying us more tight end, uh, since more tight end targets, more in the playbook. So hopefully we uh, go to that more. But if not, I'm just trying to do what's best to help the team win games, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, and just because, like, a guy that was mainly known for receiving the ball in high school and stuff and being, like, a receiving type of tight end doesn't do a whole lot of that in college, doesn't necessarily, like, change their, like, let's say draft stock or anything. A no. lot of guys are drafted at tight end for their blocking abilities because of how important that is. So Right, for sure. I don't know, it's crazy. Who did you end up um when you got on the campus, who did you end up like who who did you end up getting closest with? Like as a was it anybody that was already there? Was it somebody you came in with? Yeah, I think um multiple guys, but I think probably Gabe, Powers, Devin Brown, George's Patrick's probably the guys we come closest to. And then uh Mitch Rossi has been such a good like uh figure or someone to look up to for the one of the older guys. So I really enjoy talking to him and Joe Royer as well. Have been really good uh, role models for me, dude. Mitch Rossi, like I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm I've been an Ohio State fan for a long time, and 
Mr. Austin came out of nowhere last year. Like we didn't, right. I don't think most people knew who he was unless you actually knew who he was. Um, he kind of came out of nowhere. And then when he started scoring touchdowns, we're like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a hell of a player. Great guy. And um, Joe Royer, he has, um, that's the dude. He's tied up with nice hair, huh? The uh, yep. curly yep. hair. Oh, shit. You got nice hair too, man. You got, yeah, you, got right? the, you got the flow. He got right. the curls, man. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what the tight end room is going to look like this year, man. I mean, you got – I mean, it's crazy to think that we have a guy like Jeremy Rucker that was at Ohio State for so long, and now he's gone. So I think that opens up, like, uh, the, the competition is going to be crazy because we don't know who that number one guy is going to be, you know? Right, for sure. Man, that's crazy. How excited are you, man? Yeah, I'm excited, man. I mean, these guys were really good players, obviously. So I'm just – I'm really just excited to compete with them and – um, see, see where I can fall here. Come fall. Did you, um, have you guys, I'd like, I don't, I don't even know if any of the like, um, spring stuff, like when do you guys start all the spring training and stuff, you know? Yeah. So we start, we start a few practices next week and then we have spring break and then we come back and then really start ramping stuff up and, um, get some, some, uh, some pads on and stuff and, uh, really get after it. And in the weight room, man, have you met coach Mick? Oh yeah, I'm with him every day. How, how, he's, he's how's it, guy. How's that guy, man? How's it? How's it been with him? Uh, he, he's been he's been great. You know, uh, he pushes everyone really hard. Um, just really, really good coach. Really smart. Really enjoy my time lifting with him. Is you think uh, he motivates a lot of the guys like to be where they're at, like with their goals and stuff? Uh, he 100. percent I mean, he motivated he motivated me on the first minute talking to him. He, you know, that guy is a motivator, so. Uh, probably the best strength coach in the country. So really good uh, guy to be coached by. He probably keeps it pretty straightforward too. Like if you're slacking or something, he'll probably let oh, you know. Oh no, yeah, too. yeah, he'll, he'll call you out, which is good. Man, is you, accountable. That's crazy, man. I mean, Coach Mick seems like a really down to earth guy, but he seems like a guy that like if you if you're gonna be at Ohio State, he's gonna make sure that you fucking work for it. Oh yeah, I mean, he told us on our recruiting visit, if you don't want to work hard, please don't come here. So that, that's why I did that. That's like really reaffirmed that that's, that's the one I want to uh, train under. Like that just, that just got me fired up. Was was there any moment like, um, I feel like a lot of people before they get into college, they, they have this different perspective of it. Like, Oh, it ain't going to be that hard. Oh, it's not going to be much different than it is when I'm in high school. And then they get to college. And then I seen somebody talking about it yesterday. Um, the training in college and stuff obviously is much harder, but they don't realize the difference and what they're doing with their body once they get into college. Was it like that at all with you? You know, I kind of had an idea because I've, I've been around people in the college program. I knew it's going to be really, really hard. So I came in with a mindset that I just need to grind every day. And I think I did a pretty good job of that. But, um, you know, we have some more workouts coming around the corner, so I haven't really seen much yet. It's going to get worse. Man, I don't know, man. I'm just excited. I know that we got the spring game, and it's weird because um, we get – the end of the season comes and then we get the spring game just a couple months later. Then we got to wait freaking months before the actual season. But right. the spring game is going to be the, the main, the main game that everybody's excited for just to see a lot of the new young guys like you. I mean, you're not, you don't have any injuries or anything right now, right? No, I'm good. Um, so we should, ex- we should for sure expect to see you in that spring game in, a, in about a little over a month. huh? Yeah, that'll be the plan. Damn dude. What, what, what do you think? Like, how you said? How tall are you again? Six six what? Six six. Six six. What the hell, man? Did you did you did you play basketball at all when you were in high school? 
not not high school, but all the way up to it. I I just took to lacrosse and, and football in high school. You know who else played in lacrosse when they were uh, in high school? Um, that played at Ohio State. Bryce Sam Shaw. There's Sam a lot of guys. I didn't know Bryce Shaw played it, but I knew Sam Hubbard definitely played it. In oh, yep, yeah, that was another one. He was a uh, safety too, I think, in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how crazy is that. That is crazy. And then now he's actually one of the better defensive players for the Bengals and one of the more underrated guys in the league. So I know that's crazy, man. The transition to different sports and stuff, but dude, I'm excited. I'm going to see um, if anybody wants to ask you any questions. Is that cool with you? Yeah, hundred percent. All right, Nick, uh, you're, you're muted, but if you want to ask him a question or, or see see anything, man, you can unmute yourself and uh, ask him. Cause I know Nick, me and all right, there we go. Yeah. What's up going on, man? Uh, Bennett, uh, good to talk to you, man. Excited to have you on campus. Yeah, man, for sure. I uh, just want to ask you real quick. Obviously, coming into the tight end room, and we kind of touched on it earlier, that Ohio State, to the casual fan, they kind of look at the tight ends like, oh, it's always heavily underutilized. Guys like Ruck, big-time recruits, people probably want to see the ball in their hand a little bit more. What's something that the coaching staff really sells to you guys in that recruiting process about being a tight end at Ohio State, knowing what you know about the utilization coming into the program? Yeah, you know, you're you're coming in here and you're gonna be developed in um in every aspect of the game and ultimately be, be uh, more NFL ready. You know that that's that's and that's the truth. It really is. Um, you know those guys on Sundays. If you can't block, you're not gonna be playing on Sundays in the first place. So, uh, you know, really just they still that they're gonna make us really complete. We the answer there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How much uh, did Ruck have to really change? his body because now you're in that strength and conditioning program right. you're trying to change your body coming in how long did it did you talk to him about how long from a physicality kind of level that it took him to get where he needed to be uh in order to get on the field at ohio state because as talented you are in the route it probably you can't touch the field until you actually can be physical how long did that take ruck someone that was in the program for you and how long do you think until you're like all right i'm ready to rock and i can contribute Right, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not really sure about um, about Jeremy. I never really asked him or talked to him about that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I'm pretty sure it's, it didn't take him very long. I know he played pretty early. But, um, you know, for me, I'm just trying to get that physicality and uh, strength and size on uh, as fast as I can and really just be a, uh, you know, a developer, a contributor here uh, early as the goal. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, appreciate it. Best of luck, brother. Um, yeah, I know Ohio State's Ohio State fans they they love a nice little tight end touchdown. So hopefully you can uh, you can put some on the board for these fans. Yeah, man, for sure. Bro, I'd like to say that your name. I was saying before you hopped on, I was like, dude, your name is so crazy because you literally have two first names. Oh, uh, you had no idea how many people say Christian Bennett or or uh, flip it around. It's it's crazy. It sounds, dude. That's. I knew what it was, but it's so easy for somebody to miss up and or mess up and accidentally say Christian Bennett, bro. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm like, what the hell? If I if my brain wasn't working properly, I'd be like Christian Bennett, bro. Like, but right, I feel like bro. there was there is a Christian Bennett. I feel like there's some sort of Christian Bennett somewhere. Yeah, there's there's a ton. There's so many Christian Bennett's. Man, I don't know, but this is what I hope, man. I mean, I want to touch base again with you. Um, let's say in a year from now and see what your progression has been at Ohio State. And I'm excited to see what you do this season because, like I said, there's a open room this time. There's not one solidified number one guy, so we have no idea who's going to be that guy. You could easily show out in spring 
uh, practice and stuff, and you could be announced tight end number one, which would right. be crazy. Um, I hopefully, I don't know what you have your goal set, and I'm sure those are goals that you have set for yourself to show out and win that win, win that position. So um, I just want to touch base again in like a year and just see how you've progressed um, in your first year at Ohio State because I know you got at least minimum two years. So yeah, man. And hopefully, sure. hopefully, hopefully, there's no redshirt seasons. Hopefully, we get you on the field, and you don't need the redshirt because I don't know. I, I know a lot of people I talk to, uh, they want to get on the field. You know, they don't they don't want to sit around and, and wait because waiting around ends up, um, you know, it ends up happening when people sit around and wait. They end up in the transfer portal and uh, playing for a college like Kansas. Um, right. And I don't think you want to play at Kansas because no, I do not. <laughs> you're going to average two wins a season. Um, yeah, if that. So, <laughs> I don't know, but college, college is college. I don't. I don't know where like mindsets. I know, like, I don't know where it is, man. I know some of the kids that end up at colleges like that. I don't know if they're per- personally like, hey, yeah, I want to play at Kansas. Like, what the hell do you want to play at Kansas for? You're gonna, you're not even gonna win anything, dude. Yeah, right. Let me see. Uh, let me let me let one more person ask a question. All right. Yeah, no problem. Let me see. Let's see what Nick has to say. I'm not even sure what he has to say, but as long as we keep it uh keep it uh clean, Nick. What you got to say, bro? Hey man, thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I just got back from weightlifting. Um I am a almost freshman running back. I don't know if you got any tips for me. Like I know you're tight end, but is you know like some workouts or something for me to like keep getting stronger? Yeah, man. I mean I, the the thing I would say is you know, be consistent. You gotta stack days upon upon days until one day at a time. You know, ne- never right. get down on yourself, bro. You know, you gotta, you gotta drive every single day and try to be best. And even when you're tired, you gotta push through, and that's what's gonna get you to the next level. Yeah, I'm trying to get play for Ohio State or like Clemson. Clemson, Ohio State is my um, top colleges I want to go to. Yeah, right. well, make it happen. Just grind for it. All right. Thank you. Dude. Oh, <laughs> that was, that was good day, Nick. Bro, he said Clemson. Come on now. We don't talk about Clemson here. It's like, ugh. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. Let's see what Jack has to say, and then we could uh, wrap it up, all right? Yeah, no problem. What's up, Jack? What's going on, Bennett? How you doing? What's up, Jack? How are you, bro? I'm good. Um, I just had a question. So why would you choose to go out of state and then not stay in state? Because I know, like, if you stay in state, you're close to family, and then from Georgia to Ohio, is that's uh, far away, so. Yeah, that's a good question, man, but. At the end of the day, I kind of wanted to try something different and get out of Georgia. That was the main thing. And uh, going up north, Midwest area, was kind of interesting to me, you know. Um, get a little change of scenery. And so far, it's been pretty cool. So, um, you know, it, it was it was attractive to stay down south. At the end of the day, I wanted, I wanted something new. Yeah, I assume it's a pretty big weather change, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Thanks for answering my question. Yeah, no problem, man. What is the weather? Like, what's the weather in Columbus right now? It's a good day today, man. It was high fifties, bright sun, a nice little breeze going. It felt good. Is it so? Is it uh, relatively? Is it like usually cold, colder in Georgia? Uh, yeah, yeah, by far. I'm pretty sure in Georgia it was like almost eighty today, like 70, 70, 78 or something like that. Damn. So I'm in this kind of similar, man, because I'm from Cleveland, right? But I'm I'm actually living in Tennessee right now, and oh, I got um, you. The weather has been pretty cold, like 30, 40s, but it's not like in Ohio, man. I know, I know what the cold weather is like, um, but here it's been 30, 40 most of the time. And then all of a sudden today it's like 80 degrees. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck, man? But yeah. 
Honestly, man, I, uh, I, I do appreciate you hopping on here and chatting with me and the people for a minute. Um, I hope that I, I was thinking of a name in my head and I couldn't think of it, but the tight end that played for Georgia, the true freshman, Brock Bowers, um, I don't know if you have any relation with him or you've talked, chatted with him, but he's a very good tight end. And hopefully that you could play, you could be just as good as him as a true freshman. Yeah, that would, that would be, um, that would be amazing if I could be as good as him as a true freshman. He has a beast. It starts with, uh, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not as good as him, but it just it, it's all about play, the play style, you know, it's offensively right. how the game is played. Uh, hopefully we get our, our tight ends into the game a little bit more because I think with the tight ends we have, you and Joe Royer, I don't know what the difference is in your guys' body type. Like, I don't, I feel like he's a taller guy, but I feel like he's a little, is he a little skinnier? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, he seems bit. like a little bit of a smaller guy, but you guys are both big dudes and I really hope that we get to use you guys um, a lot more this year so that we could uh, get some fan favorites because I think that you could be a a fan favorite for the team, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. But, man, hey, I appreciate you hopping on here with me. Like I said, um, we'll stay in touch, and uh, we'll touch back in about a year from now and maybe get you on here again. Um, Maybe you'll be like uh, a guy that's super known. You'll make a bunch of nil money, man. Maybe be a millionaire next time we chat. How about that, man? That'd be great. Dude, just don't forget about me. Don't next no. next, time, next time we talk, bro. Don't be trying. Don't be like a uh, hundred thousand dollars, and we could do this podcast. I'm like, bro, oh, I man, have hundred thousand dollars. This is never gonna happen. Oh man, no, no, that's not me, bro. That's awesome, dude. I appreciate you though for hopping on here. Um, after after we uh, end it, I'm gonna still chat for a minute with them. You can leave. You can do what you want. Um, but like I said, I appreciate you hopping on here with me, man. Um, but enjoy the rest of your day, bro. Um. Go, I don't know what you have planned for the rest of your day, but um, like I said, thanks for chatting with me, man. Again, yeah, man. Everybody yeah, no else, problem, bro. no problem, man. I appreciate you guys listening to everything. So, uh, yeah, man. Go Bucks, man. Yeah, wait, man. I'll talk to you later, right? Yep. Oh, oh wait. All right. All right, man. See you later. Bro, how cool is he, guys? Look, me me and Bennett have been trying to get this, get this thing going for a minute, right? And I hit him up today, and I was like, hey, bro. When you when you down, do you want to do this? He's like, we could do this today around around this time. I'm like, well, shit, um, whatever. I'm gonna make it happen. But honestly, cool guy, down to earth dude. Um, hopefully, we get to use the guys, man. Because like I said, we we we've been going into our our football seasons with uh, expectations of knowing who our starting tight end was gonna be. Jeremy Rucker has been the guy, um, or Luke Farrell previous years. This year, I feel like we really don't know who that tight end is going to be. And I think it's it's really entertaining um, and interesting to see the new guys that we're going to be able to see on the field this year, especially with uh, receiving room. But the tight end room is going to be crazy because I think um, Bennett and um, Joe Royer and whoever, whoever else we have in that tight end room, I think they are all completely different tight ends. Um, I think Joe Royer, like I was chatting with, with him, I think Joe Royer is like a little bit of a skinnier guy. Um, but I think uh, Bennett is going to be your uh, better, like bigger possession type guy. Dude, six six. So um, I'm really excited to see what they do in the spring game in a little bit, in a couple months. But um, I'm going to do another show. I, I, I want to get like a former Buckeye uh, basketball player on here. I don't know who you guys think would be like a uh, – good one to get on here um i don't know who would even be down to do it but we need to talk about the shitty freaking basketball performance because it's very under under um it's very annoying the way the basketball team's been playing the last few weeks so 
I'm going to try to reach out to some former basketball players and see if any of them want to get out here with me. Um, I don't know, J.J. Solinger, I'm pretty sure he played at Ohio State, right? He He's commenting on a lot of my stuff lately, so maybe he'd definitely get on. But if I could um, get some suggestions, I don't know if you know anybody, Nick, that you think would be down to do it, but nobody big is going to do it. Um, basketball players, though. Let's see. What's up, bro? Yeah, I would probably just look through the uh, the old followers list and uh, and see who follows you and just send out some feelers. But uh, I have a I have a couple of kids that I uh, have class with in my program that work with the basketball team, and every day I kind of you know just ask them you know what the what the feel is. And uh, one of my buddies right before the Maryland game, he was like, "Hey, man, these guys are just tired. These guys are really really tired," and it's been. You know, we thought we got out of that COVID craziness and they still have to deal with a couple of uh, COVID issues and they still had to have games canceled on them. They had some inside issues. They had some outside issues. And I think uh, I think it's just getting to that point of the season where they're just trying to make it to the end of that finish line as far as the regular season then kind of get that burst of energy when they find out what seating they're in with the Big Ten, what seating they're in with the NCAA. So maybe it's just a little bit of fatigue working around. I don't know, man. I hope so. I just feel like, Outside of our two main guys, obviously it's it's like this, but we haven't had any like really really good guard play the last few years. Um, yeah. No offense to like um, what's his face, man. I can't even think of his name, but Michi Johnson. No offense to him, but dude, why don't the dude is literally catching the ball and shooting nothing but threes, dude. You have to be aggressive and make a play for your team. You can't just be the catch and shoot type of player. You're a point guard. Come on. But. Yeah, and he uh, he kind of uh, looks like a little bit of a tweener to me, like a little bit between that big one and kind of that like wing, um, like two guard. But you can definitely you can you can go around the roster and and just say, hey, like we need more minutes out of this guy or better minutes. I think just collectively, like I'm just you know this kind of person, like philosophically, like on the basketball court, like it starts with defense, it starts with getting stops. And you can tell in all of our losses, you know, we just kind of let these teams get easy buckets. And easy buckets should change your body language and not in a negative way. You should get, you know, you get into that timeout and people should be speaking up, getting fiery and, and, you know, kind of demanding excellence out of the defensive side of the ball. And it just spills over to the offense. But, you know, it just, it really does that whole fatigue thing that my buddy was telling me, it just makes a lot of sense when you look at the body language and you kind of look at, you know, the guys going around, especially on the half court defensive wise, you know, just giving up easy buckets, giving up rebounds. Yeah, I seen I seen somebody posted on Twitter today. Um, they were like, Ohio State cut the lead to six or cut the lead to six and then gave up a three on the other end, cut the lead to six again, gave up another three, cut the lead to six, gave up another three. Like every single time we, we scored something, they would the, the lead would stay six points for Nebraska all game long yesterday. Um I don't know. I just need to find somebody that will be, like, completely open with the transparency of, like, yeah, this is what's going on. This is what these dudes are doing. And, like, players need to be held accountable, too. I understand that the coaching yeah. isn't all the way there. But these dudes are recruited at the highest level to play basketball at one of the yep. best programs. So they need to be held accountable just as much as the coaching does because the coaches aren't on the full court playing ball. They're just out there. They're coaching, but they're not the ones playing the game. So 
100%. That's kind of the thing that I love about basketball too, is that it's got a little bit more ebb and flow and it's a little bit, you know, you know, everyone likes to say it's like, it's a little more like jazz. You can go out there and you can kind of free flow some things. So there is a little bit more on the players. It's not as, you know, rugged as like, you know, football where you're, when you have a certain assignment and you're one eleventh and you take care of that assignment, you know, there's, there's definitely a little bit more accountability on being a hooper and going out there and getting buckets and getting stops. So you want to see guys step up, but at the end of the day, the two best guys, you know, Malachi didn't have the greatest game against Maryland and EJ didn't either, but those guys have been the only reason why this team is in the top 25. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you know who the Sam Block is on Twitter. He's a very optimistic person. Sam Block is very optimistic of this team. Of, but I'm like, dude, okay. We gotta be a little realistic sometimes. I know that I'm not, I'm not calling the fire coach Holtman or anything, but the team is slumping at a wrong, at the wrong time. All right. So we're yep. losing the teams that we should be favored to win by double digits. Um, I don't think that's acceptable for the team or the fans. So yeah, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to find somebody that'll keep it transparent with me and uh, give me their honest opinion on it without sugarcoating everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of blame to go around. I, I just wish they could play with the same energy that they did coming out of halftime versus Illinois. That was you know, that was their best basketball, I thought, was coming out of that halftime with Illinois. That was that was a lot of fun to watch on both sides. Yep. We went we went from double bye in the tournament to one bye. And I don't know, we got two games to go and who knows what's gonna happen in either of those two games. Those games are probably gonna be games that were favored in both, but yep. who freaking knows? Because it doesn't seem like we could put any team away at any moment. So yeah, and it all happens on defense. You got to just get multiple stops down the stretch and you put yourself in a good position, but it just hasn't been the case. It also seems to me like, I don't know if you were watching some of the games, or I was even watching the Cavs game, but it seems like everybody is giving Ohio State their best every time. And I'm like, we're not even like the top five team, dude. Why are you guys playing like you're a team of freaking number one overall players? Like, what is this shit? I And I think that's honestly like in like – a result of how good EJ and Malachi have been playing that it's very matchup centric. Like they, like going into Illinois, obviously you had a little bit of the background story with EJ being from Illinois and then in the, in the chance from the crowd. But that's a, when that big name comes to town, EJ's playing probably some of the best basketball in the country. So I think it's a little bit more matchup centric. People get very excited to play Ohio state because EJ's not the sexiest player in the world, but you look at the stat line and you're like, man, like this kid's really poured it in. Like, I know I can stop this guy. And I think, I think programs like their fans and stuff, they get around beating Ohio state in general. And then you throw a big time player into the mix that people are like, you know, he's not the sexiest player. So they don't want to see him. They don't, you don't want to see EJ give you buckets on that low block. And I think that's just kind of some, something that's built into beating Ohio state right now is people want to beat EJ. I don't know, man. Hopefully, we uh, we we figure things out because I think we we were projected as like a four or five seed, and then we lost two straight. And I think that we're sliding now. So the matchup, if, if we keep losing these games, if we lose either one or two of these next two games, the matchup in the tournament is just going to be that much harder now. So. Yeah. And, you know, there's no like specific science to, you know, the psychology of, you know, Obviously, everyone wants to peak at the right point, but sometimes taking lumps like this and resetting your mind and kind of getting kicked in the teeth, maybe it's exactly what they need before going into a very competitive environment where the game is, you know, one and done, you're out. So, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. I'm definitely not, like, trying to sugarcoat it, but I I still do believe that this team is talented enough 
to very much win the Big Ten tournament and then make noise later in the NCAA tournament. But we'll see. It's only time yeah. will tell. We, we definitely have some time to rebound. Like, a lot of people think it's – I mean, it is a bad time to be playing like this, but with the term, Big Ten tournament coming up, um, we win these last two games and we make some noise in the Big Ten tournament. We could easily put ourselves back in the position we were in uh, a couple weeks ago after we beat Illinois. So I'm not too worried yet, but if we lose this next game, um, I don't know if we play a team up north or Michigan State for it first, but um, if we lose yeah, this yeah. next game, then I'm going to start worrying a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's Sparty and then it's team up north. So uh, and that's and that's good too. You know, you get two rivals, um, you get two big time programs, so you get something to. Uh, yeah, and you get something to get excited about. So you get you get you know get some juice going against uh, two schools you really don't like, and uh, try to like at least simulate meaningful basketball that matters, and uh, get these games in the second half and go compete and see where the chips fall. All right, man. Well, I'm going to go do my uh, research and see who I can get on here with me. I appreciate you hopping on, man. I like when somebody could call in and ask some questions to some of these guys. It's harder to do these podcasts with newer players because I don't know a whole lot about them and I don't have a lot of information to go off of because I only know as much as everybody else knows. They're college. They've never played yet at Ohio State. So it's hard to feel what they're, what, what I can even ask them. But with the, with the, like, um, guys that are like legends at Ohio State or have been at Ohio State for years, it's easier to get more information because they've been through more shit. So, 100%. Um, well, I, my buddy, um, I actually help out at Ohio Dominican University here in Columbus with their football, and I do uh, quality control for them. And one of our linebackers, Mike Powers, his brother is Gabe. So maybe I can reach out to Mike and uh, see if uh, Gabe would be uh, down with hopping on or something like that. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off here. I gotta go to the store and shit. But thanks for hopping on, man. And everybody else that's listening, you know they they updated this app. And when you see at the bottom where it says plus two others, I'm pretty sure that means these people are listening live, but they have not downloaded the app. Um, I need you guys to download the app because if you don't, you suck. But um, <laughs> I appreciate you hopping on here, man, and listening, bro. Yeah, brother, absolutely. Keep it up, man. You too. Uh, thanks, Isaiah, and everybody else that listened. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'm out. Peace. Go Bucks.